Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble the film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And gentlemen, yes. it is time for definitions from Wikipedia. <gasps> oh, Ooh. everyone's favorite section. In semiotics, linguistics, sociology, and anthropology, context refers to those objects or entities which surround a focal event. In these disciplines, typically a communicative event of some kind. Context is a frame that surrounds the events and provides resources for its appropriate interpretation. Mm, context. Thoughtful, thoughtful sounds. <laughs> Appreciative I, sounds. Did a semiotics, is that how you say that? Yeah, semiotics. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, there you go. Context. context. That's it. The word of this minute? <laughs> context. context. And that word context, out of context, here in minute 15 <laughs> of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed by Mr. John Favreau. Uh, we are in the middle of the trial of Tony Stark, sort of. Um, but uh, we have just seen the entrance of Colonel Rhodey Rhodes, uh, and play now played by Don Cheadle, and he has been called by Senator Stern to testify about the Iron Man suit and doesn't present a threat. And so he is you know, being told that he needs to read from a report that he has compiled. His report on the Iron Man weapon compiled by Lieutenant Colonel Rhodes, and he has been asked to read page 57, paragraph 4. You're, uh, you're requesting that I read specific selections from my report. Uh, yeah, just you just read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my understanding that I would be testifying in a much yeah. more comprehensive and detailed yeah, manner. Cha everything changed. It changed two minutes ago. <laughs> Reading a single paragraph out of context no, does just, not reflect the yeah, summary of my findings. No, mm, just read it. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing. I'm no we're, Don Cheadle, but we're <laughs> laughing at this. Yeah, right. We didn't. That was our one of our readings. Now, okay, we're laughing at this. If you've ever watched C-SPAN, this happens. All the time. <laughs> oh yes, because the they're the people who are trying to score political points are looking for the sound bite. Because once they again, the, the, context the five second thing, context or, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, I want the one sentence that supports my argument. Give me that yeah. one over and over again. Yes. Yeah, even even I remember even in the West Wing they they did that. They're trying to find the try to find the one sentence they can use instead of just the nuanced approach. Uh, so obviously th that, I think that was really smart of Rhodey too, because like he knew exactly what was going on, exactly what they wanted, but he was trying to like, make sure that everyone understood, Hey, you guys can see what's going on here. Right? Like you see what he's trying to do. Well, actually, though, <laughs> I did a lot of work on this huge report and he's making me just pull one sentence out. Well, but do you also even get the nuance? And I think this is awesome by Don Cheadle. What an awesome introduction to his take yeah. on the character, yeah. because what you get from his performance of this is. He's saying all this stuff. He's only saying it for an audience of one himself. Yeah. He honestly doesn't care. Like, honestly, yeah, and he knows he's going to lose. He knows he's going to lose. And, and he's, there is a level of annoyance in his tone. That's like, this is, I'm a military person. I'm here to do my job. And this crap show is not my job. Yeah. And that's what he's literally saying in the stuff. I mean, it's not even just in his words. It's in his delivery and it's perfect. Exactly yeah, the whole here. showboating politicians thing, he can't stand it. You could tell he's just like, oh, guys. Exactly. And he, and he's not like making a big thing of it. Like he's not like demanding or pounding his fist on the table. Like he's not getting mad about it. He's just like, 
continuing to make this same point. You understand, like you need to know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's well, it's incredibly well done. Yes. Uh, and so the sentence then he is forced to read is, as he does not operate within any definable branch of government, Iron Man presents a potential threat to both the security of the nation and to her interests. Mm. Which that thought is interesting because it will have payoffs years down the road in civil yeah. war and, and the like, where people essentially take that same idea and run with it to its ultimate conclusion. Yeah. Every once in a while, something like this comes up in the, in, especially in phase one where I can see the potential future of where this could have gone and that it doesn't. So it's like, it's like as much as I love the MCU and I love the choice they made, there's every once in a while you get a glimpse of where things could have gone. And especially in Iron Man 2, there's a bunch of like paths not taken. And I see that like even in that sentence, there's so many Iron Man villains. Even I read that list a couple of episodes ago from Justin Hammer, the people that he or, that never got their chance to be on because the Iron Man you know story essentially is done for now. But like, the idea of, of that that there that we could get Titanium Man, we could get Crimson Dynamo, we could get all these other armored people, uh, you know, like armored enemies that him to fight. That would have been so cool. <laughs> I look, I look at all these right. these great enemies that Iron Man had, and we never got to see any of them. It's, it's sort of like, yeah, it makes sometimes it makes me a little bit sad. Like, oh, never. I mean, like we got Whiplash, but we never got Spy Master. We never. I mean, Ghost was actually a enemy of Iron Man before you know ended up being in Ant Man and the Wasp. There's all these these great sort of some of them are gimmicky, but great enemies that would have been really cool to see cinematically that we never got a chance to. And like something like that makes me think of all the possibilities that never were. Well, well if I it. recall, am I thinking, thinking wrong or I thought I remembered seeing like early drafts of this movie before so many like rewrites and other actors came in that Crimson Dynamo was supposed to be the villain. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah. until things changed. Yeah, until things changed. Yeah, because uh, even uh, I, I even talked about it in a previous episode, I believe. But in the behind the scenes of even Iron Man one, they're do they're touring and they and they show um, the armor. I think that will become Iron Monger, and they refer to it as the Crimson Dynamo armor. So they they were talking about it even then. And then when they're doing this one, they're gonna and and even if we want to get back into Rose Not Taken, which of course I brought up, but um, when they did the first panel for the first Iron Man. John Favreau said the villain of the first Iron Man movie is the Mandarin. Like that, he same in front of Hall and Hall H and everywhere else. He said that's who's going to be the main villain. And then they, as they continued on, they decided not to. So they pushed him into the second one. And now we have the second Iron Man movie, and there's no sign of the Mandarin. And so they moved it into the third one. And now there's here we are. The Iron Man story is done, and there's still no sign of the Mandarin except for one little uh, little homage that we'll talk about sort of probably in, in credits here. Um, but yeah, it's 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 how how plans change, uh, but then you know, and, and I get it. I like I understand that that the this is this is the way that the business works and stuff too. But every once in a while, I kind of think of of roads not taken. And you know what sure. you're gonna hope for? You're gonna you're gonna hope that Doolittle Two doesn't, <laughs> doesn't you know bank. And and, and then uh, and then here and no and here's how and here's how you actually make that work. You, okay, you make it an animated show on Disney Plus. Yeah. Exactly. The Iron and Man. You have Chronicles. it be the right the the yes. like the untold untold tales of Iron Man. I would totally watch that. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And you have all, I mean, and you can do all those kind of things, and you can show, and that's the way you can do probably what my favorite 
Iron Man story is, which is armor wars. They never got to do anything like that because the the I don't know, I don't know we're wildly digressing off of, of folks. Of there's not there's not much more to this minute. So there's really worry. not much more to this minute. Um, but uh, this this is one of the things where I was always hoping they would do is so there's a huge because what they're alluding to in this movie happens in the comics but never happened in the MCU, which is all these other people went like, well, I can do that too. And so they all come up with different ways of doing the Iron Man armor. And so there becomes this proliferation of Iron Man-esque characters out there, including S.H.I.E.L.D. using certain uh, like armored things for like guards for like the superpowered prisons and things like we see uh, in, in uh, Captain America Civil War. Um, they have uh, you know like armored uh, guards because they're superpowered criminals. Um then Tony Stark finds out that someone has broken into his computers and stolen designs of his stuff and shared it with all these supervillains. So he has to then go out and fight all of these armored enemies to get basically get his technology back because they're using you know Stark technology to to do criminal activities and, and possibly even worse. Um, and so, but then he finds out that same technology is also being used by S.H.I.E.L.D. and like heroes. And so goes after them too to get it back. And so mm. he becomes sort of an enemy of the state because he's now attacking legitimate military, you know, uh, you know, things and, and S.H.I.E.L.D. and that kind of stuff. So the, the heroes sort of end up turning on him because he's going after the good guys too, even though in his mind, he's just trying to get back what's his. It's like this fascinating, like, only only Tony Stark can do this kind of story because like he sort of plays both sides of the line and you know it's like oh that would have been really cool to do and so yeah as an untold tales of of Iron Man animated series that's the perfect story for that because yeah. you build up over the course of the episode all these technological villains and then the the twist and the one is like yeah they're all using Stark technology and so the second season then is him like having to do this and then becoming an enemy and then fighting all these other heroes and Armor Wars. Actually, I think they even tried to do Armor Wars 2, which was not quite as good. But I hope our Disney Plus overlords are listening. <laughs> That's right. Right after they do the Spar series that we talked about yes, in Hulk. Yes. <laughs> Untold Tales of Iron Man. What if? Untold Iron Tales? I don't know. We can uh, do that. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of a good title. I, I yeah, guess, exactly. I, I can't, I can't. The Iron Iron <laughs> Age. The Iron. And... <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I'd have to sit for a few minutes and do some yeah. more dissertation and draw some diagrams and right. <laughs> and, and of course, and of course, what will the actual title be? Iron Man: The Animated yeah. Series. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Man: like... Colon The Animated Series. Okay. <laughs> Glad I put in all that work early on. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's great. <laughs> He reads, he reads his, his paragraph and then he goes back and forth sparring a little bit more with Senator Stern on the, you know, I, and he's trying to say it, well, you know, I did go on and I, and he just keeps getting cut off mm -hmm. and that's, that's the end. They don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. So now you have, and this, and this literally comes to the end of the minute. I think this absolutely brilliant exchange between Tony and nonverbal of Justin Tony then interrupts as this is happening with, yeah, I'm not a joiner, but I'll consider Sec Secretary of Defense if you ask nice. What a wonderful way to pivot the conversation. Yeah. That was clearly an incredibly damning piece of testimony on on, on uh, Rhodes's behalf. How do you diffuse it? Humor, mm -hmm. snark, you know, and and trying to bring it all back to, you guys know I'm I'm in control of all this. Just give me the reins, right? <laughs> right. So you have that thing. But the best part of it is he says it, there's laughter back. He's got the audience back. Justin Hammer's expression 
is so wonderfully delivered because as he says it, Justin Hammer's got his got his thumb in his like sort of mouth, like holding up his face. He looks at it with this incredible, serious look that only a parent could give a child, right? <laughs> it is full disdain. And he looks at it, Tim, and then he just kind of blinks and looks down like the gravity of what you have done here. You have besmirched the good name of the United States Senate. Why have you done that? It's so, it's so. (laughs) Okay, here's what's amazing is it's perfect. It's so over the top and so sanctimonious. Like, just like, oh, Anthony. Look what you did. That was the look. It was, oh, Oh, Anthony. Anthony. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love this character. It's It's great. great. I think you have an episode title now, too. Oh, Anthony. Oh, Oh, Anthony. Anthony. Oh, yes. No, I just love yeah, it. And, and, yeah, yeah, and, and and of course, uh, Tony Stark always has to have the last word. So yeah, after he he says about the Secretary of Defense thing, he says, uh, "And we can amend the hours a little bit." Yeah, there's of course there's more. Yeah, you know, you're gonna step in with one foot. Nine to five. Come on, you, you might as well go with both feet. So yeah. yes, he does. Yeah, and yeah, they believe they say the last word actually, of course, goes to the senator. Who says, "I'd like to go on and show." And that's it. That's that's where the, it literally ends is in the middle of that sentence. So even by the the clock of the movie, the center's getting disrespected. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Ryan, uh, have you been looking for a place that you could talk about movies like this in a uh, you know a previous context that, in a social media platform that uh, that reaches across the entire world? So much. Is there anywhere you could point me? As a matter of fact, there is because the next reel has a group on facebook what it's true it's called the marvel movie minute the next real film podcast executive lounge wow and you're I'm thinking on right now <laughs> <laughs> well uh, let me make it simple for you if you go to facebook.com slash group slash the next reel it's there you just have to apply for membership why because we're trying to keep out the bots and the weirdos <laughs> and, the, and the russians no no not all of oh, Russian, just the, the Russians, just the Russian bots. There. Yeah. Well, they may have already gotten inside. <laughs> We're everywhere. Uh, wow. You know, when you had that conversation, that was so wonderful. You're like, Ryan, which, is there any place you'd like to go and do this stuff? And I'd be like, yeah, please tell me where. And then I thought you were just going to go, there is none. <laughs> there is no such place. Wouldn't that be nice, though? <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, uh, we've come to a very sad moment here. Is that uh, this is the last episode uh, that Ryan Dalton will be with us for now? For now. Ooh, so teasing. thank you for hanging out with us for these these five minutes and giving us. I've had a blast, there, man. Uh, you. Would you yeah. Would you come back and and uh, give us more thoughts maybe later on in the season? Totally. That's cool. So uh, in the meantime, uh, where can people find you? Should you wish to be found? So uh, I am uh, on Twitter at I Ryan Dalton. That's the letter I Ryan Dalton. Uh, Instagram at Ryan Dalton. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not quite as active there. Um, so the other two are the best places to find me. Uh, I'm an author. And uh, so if you like books, uh, then uh, you can come find me. Uh, my series, the time, uh, the time Shift Trilogy, is a series of time travel mysteries. Uh, and then my next book is, uh, is a little ways off just because COVID delayed... Um, publication schedules for uh for every publisher so uh look for that in a year and a half (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i do so i do have another book that's coming it's just gonna be 
yeah, uh, a year and a half instead of six months from now. So <laughs> um, we should but, be in the middle of Captain America by that point. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm so, doing my math correctly. <laughs> in the meantime, my trilogy, my trilogy is out there for uh, you know it's on it's on Amazon if you want it digitally, but uh, uh, you can you can ask whatever uh, uh, fine establishment you like to buy books from, and those are there and. Uh, I'm uh, a nerd as as uh, established <laughs> here, so feel free to reach out if you want to nerd out about stuff too. Yeah, and I can tell you that my daughter is a huge fan of the Time Shift trilogy. She actually just did a book report on one of them. What? Yes, yes. Well, she was told to do a a. Uh, I'm, I'm make sure I get the the. And, wow, she just sent me a message as I was talking. Well, yeah. It's like she knows. Um, middle grade fiction is that the is that the title? Middle, uh, so it, technically it's YA, but it's very young YA. So it yeah. kind of straddles the line between middle grade and YA. Okay. Uh, she, so yeah, she was told it, to find a book in there and she picked one okay. of her favorites. So that is the, she. Awesome. Chose. So yeah, it, it's called a crossover book. So yeah, it definitely kind of has one book. foot okay. in both and so, uh, well, A, thank you very much. That's mm-hmm. super cool. And B, can I get a look at that report? I would love to see what <laughs> Absolutely. <you said. laughs> I will send it along to you. <laughs> or at least the high points. I'm just so glad. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll just, uh, ju- just do the positive. We'll just uh, big sections blacked yeah. out, right. just redact the things that you know my right. fragile ego can't take. Um, <laughs> um, oh, but, but it's been it's been great having you on the show, Ryan. It's always I've had a blast. Here. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you for having me. All right. So uh, for the rest of you, even though uh, Ryan won't be with us, uh, we hope you will stay along with us. Uh, all you Ryan Dalton fans who followed him here uh, as we continue on uh, with the trial of Tony Stark uh, here in, in minute 16. See you next time. Enough said. Bye.